Hey, it's ad time. Welcome to the ads. And here we are. Uh, so we'll start off with the same old, same old. <laughs> show is brought to you by same old com and same old teamhopelifters.com. <laughs> Those are our respective spaces on the interwebs on mine. You can hire me to be a coach. You can hire me to come speak. You can find out more awesome things about this podcast. You can even find, sign up for a newsletter about this podcast where you receive bonus content that is not <laughs> really how the show usually goes, but it's good stuff, and right. you'll laugh at least. Soundcheck segments. It's also brought to you by... TeamHopeLifters.com. You can come get your fitness on with me. You can get your nutrition in check. You can just have some great accountability, and the focus is always on keeping your hopes lifted and your squats low. All right, now on to amazing sponsors that yes, aren't us. Indeed. We've got a few. Uh, let's start with Great White Oak Media. Amazing. That is our boy, Jay <laughs> Williams. Um, he is, I've coined a phrase for him. Yes. Because he talked about after he left the military, he was no longer going to destroy, mm-hmm. right? He's going to create, and his right. camera is his new weapon. Yes. So I'm going to call that his WMP, Ooh. weapon of mass production. Mass production. Yeah, I did it. I like it. Uh, so if you haven't checked out Jay, check him out. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook and greatwhiteoakmedia.com. He's an amazing photographer. Be sure to check him out and hire him for your next gig. Yes. Also brought to you by EPS. Just the most crazy and creative, innovative group out there. Yeah, it's I call <laughs> them the Tesla of the sky. Yeah. Um, and again, if you guys don't buy that domain name soon, I'm going to. Um, <laughs> but they're amazing. And when you go to their website, you're going to see all this, this aviation technology they've got going, these massive powertrain systems that are just cutting edge. But they're also building, they're taking a step further in building electric aircraft. Wow. Which is pretty crazy. <laughs> um, it's Jetsons level stuff. I, I you know, I've talked to a few of the people in the company, and I, I'm hoping that they can integrate the sound. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it here, but you know the sound. <laughs> the Jetsons car sound. Uh, see if you guys can make that happen, or at least have a drop for me, something we can make it happen. Also, they're going to have a podcast coming out soon. Very exciting. Welcome to the podcast family. It is very exciting, and I can tell you, I got to see the cover art today. Ooh. A little teaser of it. A little it. sneak peek. It is fabulous. Oh, that's It great. is fabulous. <laughs> um, so it's supposed to drop mid to late April, and when it does, I'll let you guys know, and I'll add the link here. Awesome. So stay tuned. Yes, definitely. And finally, we are now sponsored by one of my favorite tools on the planet. This is no joke. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Popple. One of the coolest piece of technology ever. It is amazing. And (laughs) this is not, you know, this is inscripted. They didn't give me copy to read. This is just me talking about how much I love this stinking thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a digital business card, but it's so much more. It's not just like your contact info. You all your links you can share with someone. And it's like as simple as them scanning the back of your phone or a QR code. Right. Um, I love it. Right. I use it all the freaking time. Yeah, and when you scan it and the person opens that link, it, it pops up with this beautiful picture of all your links, whatever right. you know, photography that you've had done. It's really, it's really amazing. Very clean, very professional, yes. very customizable. So if you guys are in the market for a digital business card or just an amazing business tool, check out Popple. I'm going to put a link in the description of this, but if you guys go there and you're looking to make a purchase, use the promo code above average podcast to save 20%. Ooh. Those are the ads. Those are the champions that are on the show, and we <laughs> love them very much. And on with the show. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. So this week is interesting because it's actually from the list, right? It's actually it is from the list. One of the things we <laughs> said we're going to talk about. Uh, but what's interesting about it is it, it came back around. And became like a right now kind of thing because of some swirl that's happening in the world around us. Mm-hmm. Some things we've been picking up on social. And so it just seems timely right now. Um, so we're going to talk. It's 
broad topic to micro topic to yeah. medium topic. <laughs> it's it, what we do. Yeah. It, the, <laughs> the crux of like, it was all the genesis of it was us talking about Stephen Hawking right. and the expansion and, con, you know, compression of the universe. And <laughs> anyway, I'm going to It won't you, be that complicated. No, you probably not. don't need a seatbelt. It actually might be more complicated, <laughs> but that's, that's where it started. And I won't give you too much more than that. Just know it applies to a lot of people in a lot of spaces. So, I'm going to shut up so I can just talk more after the intro, and yeah, here's the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Discovery. Go and throttle up. I have to be in orbit. Here we go. Here we are. I'm jazzed. <laughs> On a lot of levels. You're jazzed? I, you know why? Takes a lot to get you jazzed. I, I have to tell everyone listening, if you if you recently have gone, man, the show sounds better. Right. That's because it should. It does. Um, because <laughs> we upgraded everything. We certainly did. We got a legit soundboard now. We've got right. much upgraded XLR mics. Fancy microphones. So it is, I'm like, <laughs> I feel so so bougie. That's right. We got our monitoring headphones on so I can hear me and hear you. This isn't an ad, <laughs> but I have to I have to brag on this piece of equipment before we get into it. Throw it out there. The Rodecaster Pro mm-hmm. is legit probably the best piece of equipment I've ever invested in for podcasting. <laughs> it, it is. It's incredible. It's, it was super simple to get started. Yes. And it's beautiful. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's looks, like it looks sexy. Real compact. Right. And uh, it's producing great things. And it, yeah, it's going to be... Wildly helpful. It's just going to make our lives a lot easier. Anyway, not an ad, but... Sign up for the newsletter, and we'll show you a picture. We'll show you some pictures. Um, <laughs> anyway, I love it. So anyway, so that's why there's a, a substantial uptick in the audio, because right. we put a little extra money into it. That's right. You're welcome. So thank you guys for hanging in there <laughs> this right. long with the, the janky audio. Uh, anyway, so here we go. The topic today, like I said a little bit ago, was kind of the genesis of it was talking about... You know, a very big topic, Stephen Hawking's universe expansion right. theory. <laughs> it's like, melt your mind. And, um, you know, just in, in that vein, we kind of rolled with it a bit and talked about, like, you know, seasons of your life. Right. And how, you know, your your life starts real small. Like right. Your, your perif is, like, very narrow. Right. right. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger as you build a life and a career mm-hmm. and a family and a home and all these things. And then subsequently what ends up happening is it starts to shrink, shrink back, back down, down again. And we, we wanted to talk about it. It's been on the list for probably months at this point. Yeah. <laughs> we just hadn't got around to it. But recently, in in our world, it's weird. It's a weird time of year for some parents. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll talk about the very specific people that the this time of year is affecting <laughs> now. These people are seven months into the future almost already <laughs> in their heads. And that's parents of high school seniors. Yeah. Because yeah. it's almost over. It is. The senior year is almost over. And all these parents that we know have already projected themselves yeah. to the drop-off dormitory line. Yeah. And they're having that, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, what What do I do when junior's gone? I know. 
I have it already. No, I know. And, 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 and our oldest is a sophomore this year. Right. But, you know, as you see, because he plays sports. Right. And so as you see the upperclassmen move out, it, it affects him. He's like, yeah. oh, man, that's, right. that's the end and of the high school career. He's really connected and attached to everybody. And so as people move on, he's like, oh, I really hope that, you know, they get to do exactly what they want to get to do. I know the last football season, he was really, it was just pulling at his heartstrings that this was the last time some of those kids would put on football uniforms. Yeah, no, that was, and, was and breaking he, his heart. Yeah, and he was really, you know, conflicted about it. You know, how exciting for them that they're moving on, but how sad that they're losing this really tight-knit community. So yeah. it's just, uh, it is it, it is this slinky of life that gets bigger and smaller. And for some of those guys who are listening, you can still put on pads. You can put on nothing but pads and walk <laughs> yeah, around the house. You know, you'll you have go. your own place. No one's going to stop you. It's true. Um, <laughs> unless you're in a dorm and you're in like, hey, bro. Right. Like, right. pads plus, maybe. Right. <laughs> um, but what's interesting is so that there was that, and then there's been a few other things. Like, here recently, and if you guys have been listening, there's been a few breaks in the theming. But for whatever reason, I think it's probably because of perceptions coming up and a lot mm-hmm. of the universe that I'm a part of and right. the mastermind that I'm in, we, we've really been focusing on identity. Mm-hmm. And this topic just screams identity to yeah. me because it's one of those things where it's always going to suck when a, when a season of life that you've enjoyed, like parenthood, kids being at home, what, whatever it is, right. when that's coming to a close. Same with retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so we've got empty nesters, we've got retirements, big life transitions. When right. those seasons that have been a big part of your life are over, if you haven't maintained a strong sense of self, right, and I don't mean self like mom or corporate Zippo, I, I mean like who you really are. Right, right. Who, what are the adjectives that describe you right. without using a title or or a role that you have filled and gotten paid for? <laughs> it, can, it can make the ends of these times exponentially more difficult. Yeah, and scary. And we've talked about it before, how even during my career in the military, I was like adamant about staying, you know, Right, keeping Johnny some Kid distance, Flip. right, like, seeing, having some separation. Yeah, making sure that Travis remained in my life, because if not, I was in a lot of trouble. And I've seen it right. with guys getting out and retiring, and it's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Right, like and it's still very difficult. Even with the, the separation, I think in, in any kind of lifestyle choice that you make for a career, when you've been doing it for so long yeah. and you step away, it's like, whoa, that... There was a lot of life tied to that, even right. even more life than you realize, that, and even more than you were trying to separate. And so it really is important to keep that that core of who you are kind of close and tight, <laughs> because and it's, it's, it's hard anyway, but it's exponentially harder when you don't know who you are. Right. So aside from the identity thing that I know we're going to get into because we've been harping on it, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about some of the things that make it difficult. Mm-hmm. Right. So the first part is, is personal identity. Like, who are you without this? Right. But the other thing that's difficult that is, it's very, it's strange, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it is counterintuitive in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. is well, what are they going to do without me? Right. Right? And whether it's your kiddos, yeah. the company you worked for, right. the military when I left it, like, it's a weird thought. Yeah. That goes through your mind. And the reason it's so strange and counterintuitive is you've spent 20 years mm-hmm. or 18 or whatever with the right. kiddos, <laughs> a, a, two decades of your life preparing yes. them right. for your departure or their departure. Yes, exactly. So your entire career right. is preparing. You, you should be leaving it ready to have you gone. Right. 
Right, right. People coming up behind you should be ready to step into your shoes and you can just blissfully walk into the future. Sure. But you still have this worry like, well, is it going to be okay without me? Right. But if you've done it right, (laughs) Right. which I think a lot of people feel like they have. Yes. I think by and large, most people like, I nailed it. You know, I had a few missteps, but overall. Everybody does, but overall. (laughs) But it's a weird thought because what are they going to do without you? And the, the answer is exactly what you've empowered them to do right (laughs) but it's one of those like hang on to it things yeah i think i think especially when you're talking about preparing your kids for life you know it really is that well what are they going to do if this happens well what are they going to do if this happens you know you go through this all these different scenarios and if you stop and think about it and you look back in your own life and go oh well that happened to me and i figured it out and I've been teaching them their whole life. If they come up against an obstacle, you're going to have to figure it out. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and that's the other thing. You, you almost have to acknowledge and own the fact that someone somewhere in the wake of your departure is going to fuck up something right. that you did really well <laughs> exactly. or that you told them not to do. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so you tell your kids, don't, don't do whatever. Right. And they're like, cool. And then they're going to do it. And they do it. And... 90% of the time they're calling you like, ah, I fucked up. Right. I did the thing. I did the thing. <laughs> and you get to do the I told you so. Right. And that's that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but what happens in those, it, it, one of the things that, you know, for me anyway, when I was leaving the military, it was, I did. And, I, you know, like, you, you've you been in this thing for so long. And right. you're one, you're one of like thousands, right. you know. <laughs> so it's like, what are they going to do without you? They're going to be fucking fine. Okay. Number one, they're going to be fine. <laughs> They've been around 200 years before you got here. They're going to yeah. figure it out. But <laughs> you you start thinking small, like, well, what yes. is the team going to do? What's right. the platoon? What's that company going to do right. without me? And, and specific people that have really leaned on you. What right. about what's going to happen to so-and-so by what name? You, what you have to own, though, is, like, you did your best, right. and they're, they're going to fuck it up. Right, <laughs> right. And I think the other thing, too, it's like you're not falling off the face of the planet. No. Leave your contact information. People sure. will reach out if they need you. you know? And then as it pertains to kids, it's like, okay, what are they going to do without you? Right. They're going to fuck it up too. Right. Let's be real. Yes. But if you were this clingy, glommy, like if I retired and step, wouldn't stop texting the people that right. worked with me, right. they'd be like, hey, guy, knock it off. Like right. you were, You're going to get your number blocked. <laughs> not only that, but you're, you're stifling their opportunity to learn. Yes. You know, right. like we've joked about it before, but there's two ways you learn, right? Right. Mindless repetition and blunt force trauma. Yes. Sometimes you got to take the kick in the ass by life. (laughs) So that shit really gets internalized. Like, man. It's really in there. They weren't fucking joking. This is stupid. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. It's hard to watch sometimes. Sure. But, but... You know that the lesson is learned. Right. <laughs> you, you see them going. You're like, oh, they're going to crash and burn. No, 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 oh, no, no, they no, crash. no, no, no. Maybe they won't burn. No, they burn. Right. Right. Hit them with a the fire extinguisher, dust them off. Right. But it's the same. That's the other thing you've got to remember, right, is all these what are they going to do without you yeah. are, are the same things they did when you were there. Right. right. Yeah. You've shown them how to learn from the mistakes. You've yes. shown them the way to correct mistakes. And so... In those instances where they do blow it, yeah, they should be able to reflect on, you know, get a little bracelet that says, what would mom do? Right? <laughs> right. Oh, I'm doing that. All of our kids are going to have what would mom do bracelets, which... WWMD? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> what about weapons of mass destruction? <laughs> okay, I'll think of a different answer. Where were weapons of mass destruction? No, I can't talk about that. I synced them. Um, I, think, I think that the kind of the... 
the point that comes to my mind is loving with an open hand. Sure. So, you know, our, our kids know that the not door... Not like Will Smith. <laughs> no, that's not... I just want to be clear. That wasn't loving. That was an open hand, though. <laughs> it was an open hand. But that's why you have to have the whole phrase. Right. Loving with an open hand. Oh, I see. Okay. So, it's a little different. Right. So, our kids will know and do know that our door will always be open to them, no matter how old, how far away, how whatever. Well, you got to text first. <laughs> I might be wearing just my pads, man. That's right. See, you never know. That could be a traumatic I, experience. I've been waiting for you to go to. <laughs> we were both looking forward to this. But I think that, you know, loving with an open hand allows somebody to grow up and to make mistakes and to, you know, reach their full potential without having to try and shake off the shadow of somebody else or the claws of somebody else right. who is trying to keep them in a role that is comfortable, maybe for them too, but is not allowing them to become who they're really supposed to be. We're not allowing them to be their full Sinatra <laughs> and do it their way. And do it their way. But it's true. Right. I mean, look, like from a, a parenting, parentee right. perspective, yeah. my old man, I mean, yeah. there is no one who was more... This is the way you do it. Yeah. Than my old man. Right. And there was a lot of things that he did that I don't do. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I learned that you can speak to children. Right. And they can learn from that. <laughs> right. It was weird. Words are effective. Sure. Belts work. <laughs> right. But sometimes. But sometimes words are yeah, just as effective. At least give them a, give them a what's up first. <laughs> right. you know. But there, there are certain oh. things that even though you learned it as the way. Right. There's some left and right deviation in there that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it always going to go back to the military. Fucking sue me. But <laughs> the overarching objective was the end state. Yes. Getting to Z. Right. And so I'll never forget it. I think I've referenced it on the show before. When I took over my first section, mm-hmm. I was very young. I think yes. I was 22. <laughs> yes. Brand new E5. Um, and so I, I had the way to do it. And I had a, I had a great fucking squad leader Mm -hmm. when I was a private and I didn't realize how good he was until I became a leader. Right. But he was, he was like by the numbers, man. Yes. I mean, very regimented, very strict, not, not a dick. We thought he was because he wasn't letting us act like monkeys. But, (laughs) and so when it, when it was time for me to take charge, I was like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And I told my guys like, you're going to go down and lay out the vehicles. It's going to be just like this. Here's the picture. Here's how I want it. Don't fuck it up. I'll be there at one to check it. Yeah. I get down there and they're not even close. Like, what they had is going all on? All morning to do two trucks <laughs> right. and they're not even close. And instead of going, what the fuck? I told you how to do it. Blah, blah, blah. I stopped. I was like, okay, hold on. Like, what do I really care about? Yeah. I care that all the equipment is laid out exactly the same way on these two tarps. Right. And so I said, pack it up. We'll try again tomorrow. The next day I said, I don't care how you do it. Right. I don't care how you do it as long as when I come down here and call off a piece of equipment, you know exactly where it is. Right. Because that's the end state. Right. <laughs> it doesn't need to be like, like right. my boy's picture. To the picture. Even though I loved it. Right. You know, I was like, oh, bless his heart, he did this for us. <laughs> right, exactly. But just like the end state there was important, I, we've had conversations with our with our oldest again, you know, it's like he his seventh and eighth grade year was rough. A little tumultuous. And, and every kid has it, and he got it out of the way a little earlier. And, you know, it was it was a lot of back and forth, you know, with him and... Ultimately, it would always come to, it doesn't make any difference about the right now, right. because ultimately, I am I am grooming you to become a productive member of society. Right. So whatever it takes right now is what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you just, 
you know, you, you have to fight the good fight. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes the days are long, but you got to stay in it. Right. And so, <laughs> so ultimately with that, like clinging on thing, yeah, you gotta, you gotta Elsa that shit and let it go, man. Yeah. You gotta let it go because yeah. you're going to stifle their growth now that you've, you've, They've gone on their own, or you've right. left the organization. Right. Whichever it's, the case it's too may hard be. for everybody right. to just cling on. And and if you don't, you're always going to be asking yourself, "Well, if I was you, you have this stupid narrative like, well, if I had been there, bullshit. If you had been there, it would have gotten messed up too. So <laughs> right. stop it. Right, just quit. Um, so that I think is important to mm-hmm. to call out initially, and I, I want to do that first because we've done so much about it. I don't want to spend a billion years on it, mm-hmm. but the truth of it is, whether it's in an organization with a company or parenting or, or whatever it is that you're doing for a long time, man. Like it, there is a, a, a very well-known thing on the planet and that's all. Everything's going to end, right? right? Eventually everything is going to end. Yes. And so you've got to keep a hold of who the heck you are right. without this thing. <laughs> without it. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, when you talk about seasons of life, you, you are a different thing through different seasons, but there has to be a constant right. that, that is you. And so as you're coming out of each season, you still know at the core what your foundation is, what your principles are, what your values are, where your passion is. And it is just through those seasons that you are either, I have found, you're either kind of sowing for the next season or right. you're reaping from sure. the, the previous season. Not every season is out front and big and Hollywood right. and you know sometimes it is it's very behind closed doors and it sometimes it feels lonely sometimes it feels sad or scary or, or whatever but that's not going to last forever so work through it and do the very best you can where you are so when you do start to come out into the next season you're ready to go right you're excited you know? and that, that's the thing you know is the constant that you're talking about is you Right. Right. And so when all the things that you do, yes, you have to remember it's you doing them. Right. So if you're a, if you're a parent, mm-hmm. right, mom, dad, you know, whatever you gerbil, whatever your identity is, <laughs> um, you're you're you. Yes. In that role. Right. You are not that role. Right. And that that separation is what screws people. The lack thereof is what screws people is because they identify with the thing they do to right. the point that when it's gone, they don't know who they are. Right. What do I do now? <laughs> right. And so to your, to your seasons analogy and the reaping and sowing, like yeah. we'll take it straight to the farm, right? Yeah. Sometimes the ground sucks. Right. But that's the same farmer Joe's ass out there trying to till it up. Right. It's like you're the same dude or the same dudette right. doing this thing. Right. Right. It, it is. The- you're not the ground you're working on. Right. It is. You are not. You know, just this ever-changing chameleon. Right. While, you know, the hope is is that your your character will grow and you'll mature, but you're not going to lose that core of who you are. And that's the that's the thing. And through all the seasons, right, you are picking up tools that make you better. Right. But <laughs> you're not now all of a sudden, you know, bound through all eternity and existence right. <laughs> to this role that you fulfilled. Right. Well, and, and like, I really like the, the slinky analogy of the seasons and the growth and the people coming in and out of your life, because it, it really is when you, when you're born, you start out as this little slinky in the box. Sure. You know? <laughs> and as you get older, you're, you know, your life is expanding and you know, you're stretching the slinky out. And, 
you know, it's like if you put the slinky on the stairs and it's going down and it, it shrinks up and stretches back out, that is that, you know, you're trying new things and maybe you're losing people and maybe you're, you're you know, you've moved into this new season of being married or being a parent or, or whatever, whatever it is. There is an expansion and a compression that happens, and you have to be okay when things are expanding, and you have to be okay when things get narrow, and maybe it just feels like it's a few of you, right. <laughs> you know, a few standing with you. And then some dick gets you twisted. Right. And it happens. <laughs> you got you to gotta stretch yourself all the way out. That's right. And then get put under your Encyclopedia Britannica. It's true, though. So that you can That's swish back down. <laughs> it's true. There are things but in life that come when you've got to cover and tangle up. you up. After you get tangled up, you have to stretch really far yep. to fix it. And then you got to tuck up for a little bit. Right. You look at that tangle you and you go, right. you look at that tangle and you go, I don't know how I'm going to fix this. Right. I mean, I think everybody's had that in life where they look at the situation and go, there's no fix. And this I'm going to totally too much run of a mess. with this linky thing right now. <laughs> I am. Because, so think about that. Everyone can visualize the time that their slinky got screwed up. Right. And it's you're like, it's ruined. Mm-hmm. Right. And you put it under the books. I, those are things that we used to read. I don't know. Some of our listeners are too young to right. remember. It's like a bunch of tablets. Right. All stacked on right. top of each other. Um, <laughs> really thin so you can flip so through you it. So you smush down your slinky and you leave it there for like three days going, it's going to be right. perfect. Right. But when you get it back, it's not quite. No. Right? There's still that one weird little kink spot. So these experiences where you've got to stretch and restrict and move and bend and flex to the situations, they can leave a lasting impact on you. Yes. Just like your career. Right. Just like being a parent. Right. Just like anything you've done that caused you to stretch and flex and do all these things for so long. Right. But that's still the same slinky. Right. Just because it's a little different. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Doesn't mean it's not the same thing. Right. Just because it has a few little scars on it does not mean that it's not a slinky and that it still cannot go up and down the stairs. (laughs) It can still function it might take a hard ride on you it might it might stop on the last stair that's right it limps a little you're like you mother it's got sore knees um so summarize yeah because we've done a lot of identity stuff and i want to go crazy crazy with it it's gonna like how i spend my whole next week yes which Um, is so exciting it's gonna be so great if you're hearing this it probably already happened Oh, that's right. We are. We are. Well, it was amazing. I can just go ahead and say that. Everyone loved it. (laughs) It's true. Um, But so essentially, like, you can't hold on to what you do so tightly that what you do can't function without you once you're gone or once they're gone or... You know, we're not, we're not talking about anyone dying. We're talking about, like, moving on in life. Moving on to something else next season. And you've got to, you know, I'm... I'm loving the slinky now. You got to be a slinky man. You're able to stretch. You got to be able to flex. You got to be able to condense back down, and then move forward as the same thing, right? But changed, right? Exactly. And then take take to the stairs and take to the stairs. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. I, <laughs> it doesn't work to rap on the slinky, does it? Sure, it does. It does, but it's like and then and then fall down the stairs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we are not proponents of people falling down the stairs. Please, if you are in a, in a tangly spot, don't go to the top of your if stairs. If you're about to be an empty nester and you're going to drop your kid off, don't go home and let a toddler throw you down the stairs and be like, Travis and Jesse said, right. that's not what we're saying. That's right. Just one little nudge. Legal disclaimer right here. Right. Travis and Jesse did not suggest that you let a child no, throw you down the stairs. Absolutely not. But I think... And if it's one of ours, they'll do it. Right. Hannah would laugh. <laughs> she might. She might. Just devious little thing. <laughs> And then she'd kick you out of her made-up store juvie. That's right. She Perfect. would. <laughs> All right. Anything to add to this? 
Um, I think just don't fight the season that you're in. Right. Use it. Use the season to prepare for the next one. Find enjoyment. Be yourself. Love with an open hand. And and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and tease the next episode. Ooh, I love it when you do that. I'm excited because <laughs> we're gonna go more into seasons. Ooh, that's and my jam. <laughs> I get to use one of the greatest movies of all time and one of the two films that I base my entire existence off since I was like nine. Ooh. And that's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nice. So that'll be next time. Excellent. So pop your peepers and tweak out your sneakers. <laughs> All right, anything else? I think that's a great place to stop. Right, that's a better place to end. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.